let me say that the political if you like, the political big This is the News Made of Students podcast. It's myself, Lex, here with my boy Ace. You're not middle class, you're not black white. Joy, one podcast at a time, discussing all things. Statistically, it looks like in London yeah. right now, yeah. this is predominantly a problem of young black teenage boys. Yeah. Back. Hey, back in this. How you doing, my brother? Bro, we give thanks to God. Trials and tribulations, but we continue to rise, so we give thanks to God. How are you, my bro? I'm good, bro. I'm good, man. We're just back, refreshed, new energy. Back yeah, man. this is it, bro. We're back. Yeah, man. it's a it's a different dynamic, and you know what? Yeah, we've been on a hiatus from releasing episodes, but more importantly, we've been on a hiatus from like recording in the same space. Yeah, which, is, which was triggered because of um the thing called the pandemic, the right? panoramic, bro. You know that 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 Colby, Colby, bro, Colby were doing doing the most, and yet you know those rules. Bro, there were rules. Made. And we followed them. You know, and for better or for worse, you know, we, we followed them, you know, because we were doing our part to preserve life. Facts. You know, as as directed by our, the global government, environmental yeah. environment, and our local government. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who, who claimed that all people will be, you know, just prohibited from engaging in groups larger than six yeah. couldn't even see family at Bro. that point you know couldn't see siblings or even parents couldn't see their children you Bro. know if they were in hospital that was even they were actually like even if they were under the legal age of care or where they had to be with a guardian they still at times were separated due to whatever circumstances yet yet and I think we've actually we've had this conversation before as well. Partygate's been around for what a couple of months. When did when did the Partygate stuff get released? I say it's probably started around. Was it March? March, yeah. Was it like March? I'm. I was still shocked when that was the Dominic Cummins that actually like bailed out the that thing. Started to say um, potentially he did say things are going to start coming out. Yeah. To be fair, and then um, was it Dominic Cummins or was it, uh, was it like um. What I remember was that the 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 press secretary at the time was that the press secretary? Uh, oh, that it. woman! Yeah, 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 yeah. She, she got sacked. Yeah, she got sacked yeah, immediately because yeah. she she wasn't there or nothing. <laughs> no, she, she laughed about it like you know that was nothing. Tried yeah. to pass it off, blow it under the yeah. rug, and she got sacked because she was the messenger. Yeah, she was a scapegoat though. Don't she get me wrong, she was they a scapegoat. Shot her, pow! Yeah, and they thought you know what? That's the end of that yeah. one party, and it would have been the end of that one party. Yeah. It would have been the end. Yeah. She was a sacrificial lamb, fam. They just they just used they used her just to to make the show to show the 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 wider public and the population that oh, you know, look, we're 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 we're, we're doing something about it and stuff. But she was a sacrificial lamb. The, the the real people that should have got got are still in power and still moistering around uh, down the street doing their thing. They literally doing whatever they want. Like this party is literally like since we've had our hiatus. It's like it's even been for the best. Mm. Otherwise, we'll just be, we'll end up becoming like um, a bulletin board for crimes that have been committed. Because yeah. all we'll be doing is really reporting regularly on the the, the long list of criminal offences that criminal. our government is making right now. Yeah. Boris, no. Boris and the cronies, the sleazeballs, the goofs. <laughs> the goonies, bro. The goonies. The goonies. The, 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 the fake cartel. The bro. like... The false mobs, the false idols, false like Rishi and the, the savage and the pretty doing the madness, stripping oh, away gosh. civil liberties, one policy at a time. Bro, like, where do we start? Honestly, like, so we've been away for a couple of weeks now, and as life go does, everything goes on. The news cycle went on, politics went on, and you know we're talking about COVID, which is ironically not old news. Not yet, anyway. I don't think it will ever be old news. We'll probably be in a couple of years discussing this shit still, yeah, because it probably affect our lives some way or another. But um, 
Yeah. The thing that I wanted to really uh, go into, though, I want to say go into, but one of the things that's happened in the news cycle is this new asylum seekers, uh, I say law, but asylum seeker thing that they're doing in the government where if, is it refugees or asylum seekers? I, always, I don't know if you could use that term interchangeably, but like the whole thing about the government now, if you're an asylum seeker, they will send you to Rwanda as opposed to try and, I don't know, settle you in this country. Have yeah, you, have seen, have yeah seen I've that? seen that, yeah. Bro, when I saw that, I thought this was an episode of Black Mirror or something. Yeah. Like, people who have come from one country to the UK specifically, it's not like, you know, they just stumbled across the UK. They came to the UK and then you're sending them to Rwanda to be assimilated into the Rwanda society. Now, not to say, Rwanda's a beautiful country. I, I hope to visit one day. But it's a bit weird. And I still love to know what the background politics was of the Rwandan government and the British government. How do you strike a deal like that? I'm sure the Rwandan government must be getting some like yeah, there was great money benefit. involved. There was money involved. I mm. think it was almost like one mil, like a million per year per person or something like that. Yeah, like, that it makes was sense. Like, it was like a ridiculous amount of money yeah. involved that is tax that taxpayers would have been putting. Like it's again, it's like that form an idea of mismanagement from you know our home secretary here coming here to do some next arbitrary weird weird things that one wouldn't think that w would be done like in a modern kind of government and in a modern in a modern society such as uh like 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 britain you wouldn't think that they're gonna come and move people to rwanda a place where asylum seekers have actually seek refuge from to actually leave yeah. due to the civil war that was taking place not too long ago and the genocides that were happening in, in Rwanda and the current injustices in terms of the human rights which um, are happening in Rwanda. And I guess that the way this was made probably plausible was through Brexit and was through Britain losing that Human Rights Act, mm -hmm. you know, and losing that, that higher mm -hmm. um, court that would have had to hold the government to to that kind of a human rights pact that human right that human rights pact is 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 dreadful i can't believe that they could come up with such an idea i mean already we were dealing with like pe the people are dealing with how they're dealing with windrush but and again it's a total contempt for human life here clearly like what could have been the basis of such an agreement if it wasn't just financial on top of personal financial gain from some sort of in Pretty Patel's line. Nah, bro, you're, you're spot on. Honestly, when I saw this thing on the news, I st I'm st and I'm still a bit confused about what is the final agenda, like what is it that they're trying to achieve? You're having refugees that are coming from this country. And mind you also, we have to be very, very, very um, I have to mention this. These aren't refugees that are coming from like Ukraine, like with the, what's, what's happening in Ukraine now and stuff. Yeah. They're being very particular with the refugees that they're sending to Rwanda. For. Yeah. Very particular quote-unquote ethnic minorities, quote-unquote brown and black people. Again, it's not like, I'm not saying they send them to like some, I don't know, backwards country. Bro, Rwanda is actually a very, very nice country. Kigali's a beautiful city. But where and when does this kind of policy come into place? Bro, it's like, it's like American government sending refugees coming to America or asylum seekers into America to, I don't know, Jamaica. Mm. It's just, it's, it's like, w w okay, so they came to America specifically because of whatever reason, because, you know, America is America. It's a global uh, superpower. It's not just that. These Western countries, such as America and Britain, have been invading countries on the premises <laughs> of bringing across some sort of imperialism yeah. and that kind of like agreeing that kind of like um yeah that procedure where if you seek asylum we will come and house you we're mm -hmm. here to liberate people or mm -hmm. these situations from their oppressive states mm -hmm. you know they've yeah. been they've they've created this kind of united nations these natos these these joined this global unions based on the premise of stopping and stopping in glo global injustice and trying to create create more of a of a, of a world of peace which is where they come with the Nobel Peace Act Prize Act it's all off those premises their, their government these governments have struck these deals have 
in terms of recon- reconciling on their global footing and the way that they've achieved them, have, have c- committed to these responsibilities at the end of the day. And then they're tr- she's trying to offshore them and send them to Rwanda, yeah, a, a, a place that, that hasn't necessarily committed to these, on these levels, mm. Mm. to to this kind of like <clears throat> this establishment and this, this kind of um, NATO kind of supreme power mm. would then house people that are feeling like they can be attacked at any time. It's not as stable mm. as Britain. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, bro, it's a weird one because there's a no, I, I, I know there's a lot of talk in the AU, the African Union and stuff about taking their own and when I say taking their own, taking like, refugees and asylum seekers from neighboring countries in africa so i know for example like ghana's taken liberian refugees um uh as of recent when the liberian uh, civil war was happening uh famous uh person that came through that is alfonso davis that plays for Bayern munich um so it's i know it's something that african nations want to do but this is a very weird one these people Usually coming from you know the Middle East or or, or or so you know Iraq, Syria, all those kind of countries, coming specifically to England, and then you send them to Rwanda. I, I bro, again, maybe we need to sit down and do some mad research or get a Rwandan expert or a, 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 a immigration expert in to really break this down for us. For us, but clearly, um, like you said, it's obviously financial reasons why this is in place. Like most things, to be honest. It's financial reasons. And um, just watching Boris Johnson when he was announcing this news and how proud he was to say, due to the fact that we're not part of the EU and due to Brexit, we can have these incredible new measures and stuff like that. And it's like, bro, this bre- this due to Brexit thing is going to kill us, bro. Mm-hmm. They're just going to bring bring in any wayward laws, wayward rules that they're going to bring in. Like, due to Brexit, we can now imprison people for uh, uh, crossing the street without waiting for the green light or some I don't know some nonsense bro like honestly like this due to Brexit thing is going to be scary very very scary bro um, it is to be honest it is or even at that phase and at that stage of like scariness or already like when we look at everything that they're already putting due to Brexit like the cost of living inflation oh that we're God. currently experiencing oh in Britain that is been more astronomical than, than ever they are already mislabeling due to Brexit when the when the everyday functionings that are leading to in high inflation, such as farming, fishing, trade and export, the people on the ground that are dealing with the business as usual functions in, in ensuring a smooth trading economy that isn't highly inflated due to a scarcity of logistics and transport they're all saying that Brexit is making things more expensive the paperwork that they have to do the long wait times at the borders the the the, the pretty much the pretty much standstill that's currently happened that at, at Dover at the at the ports where it's come to the point that medics have had to go to the ports because the lorry drivers have been stuck there for so long that they're having psychological breakdowns like these are the true things that are due to Brexit. But what we've heard already is instead of it being used for, instead of the terms reflecting on real correlating events, what we're seeing is due to Brexit being used in ways to to strip away civil liberties, point blank. Due to Brexit, we do not have the human rights law to adhere to. So now we can pretty much do whatever the fuck we want to people and towards people with less chances of there being any true consequences and that and that's what we're seeing we saw a due to brexit the nhs is going to get a certain amount of millions back because of how much money we've been paying but instead all we've seen is the nhs is getting less money and it's getting much and it's getting much worse and then they've been scapegoating that on due to due to covid but realistically the reality is, it's due to the underfunding of Brexit. It's due to the due to the underfunding of the staff of the staff and the NHS. Real fundamental policies and action that can be taken, but 
instead of that being taken and back to one of our very early podcasts where we mentioned we've mentioned this word before due to their policy of austerity the need for them to undercut public spending and reduce government spending that's what they say yeah in the public area that's what's led to the underfund of the NHS they've chosen to, to cut out cut them off and not give them any money but instead, what have they chosen to do? They've chosen to increase the taxes of the everyday person through national insurance and their own personal income tax has gone up on how much the of their in terms of how much of their pay packet they've seen is, is now less. But then they've gone and given a huge, huge tax cut to the most wealthy and to, to like to like financial the financial industry who are recording huge profits. They've also gone and allowed gas companies to pretty much set their price at record levels. The highest prices within Europe, the highest prices within countries of their like economic level. And it's 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 not bizarre, it's cruel and it's greedy and it's it's damn right pretty much I'm sure this is illegal. <laughs> Bro, oh god, yeah, it's it's mad. Like I think as of yesterday or not last or a couple of days ago, I think inflation's up like nine percent now. Yeah, nine percent, bro. That's crazy. In terms of that, inflation's up nine percent. But that would be like, for example, if you were earning thirty thousand a year ago, your wage would have gone up to thirty three thousand. Yeah, yeah, you'd have seen ten percent, roughly average yeah. increase on your your salary. Whereas the reality is, a lot of people's wage wouldn't have increased at all mm-hmm. within the last 12 months. In fact, quite a few people have taken a hit yeah. to their yeah. salaries within the last 12 months. But now, all of a sudden, your goods are that bit much more expensive. So things that were £3 and are £3.30, for example. Mm-hmm. And then those things are likely items that are needed to be bought regularly, like mm-hmm. your consumables, such as food. Now... You're eating more than, like, once a week, mm-hmm. I'm going to assume. You're going to need to buy your ingredients probably at least twice a week. That's going to be see you have that, you know, that one item, a 60p increase. Mm-hmm. Then you look at yourself shopping for 20 items on average. Mm-hmm. If you're going to shop 20 items on average, and, okay, cool. We're going to be kind and say, cool, for 30p addition to each of those 20p items, to each of those 20 items, mm-hmm. that's going to be what? One hundred and one, one uh, like twelve pounds. Yeah, basically, if if it's twenty times thirty, is it six pounds? Sorry, six with, pounds. With twenty items. You're gonna twenty p increase. Yeah, increase. Six pounds, yeah, so you're gonna six say pounds. six pound increase to your like what your weekly shopping. Yeah. This is being kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know, to an individual, to your weekly increase times that by four, whatever. That's what twenty four pounds. Yeah. In a month. Yeah. Yeah, and then. Do your you do your math by ten? Yeah, that's two hundred and forty pounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. T- and that's two hundred and forty pounds of your already. Yeah, mm-hmm. th- you you already kind. You already earn a salary of thirty yeah. k. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That 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 two hundred pounds is an additional being eaten in just on food. Yeah. But the problem is here. If it was just on food, maybe people can you know make some sacrifices there. Yeah. But this is happening on your transport. Yeah. This is happening on your the petrol. Oof, this is happening. Petrol. On your own personal, your personal gas bill. Mm-hmm. This happening to your haircut. Mm-hmm. This happening to your clothes. Mm-hmm. So now, that two hundred pound increase on an annual increase is happening across five different spectrums, but on a different rate. Mm. Let me be real. It's a you could say okay, it's a thousand pounds, and to your quote unquote, say your thirty k earners plus. Mm-hmm. That that's an increase there. That you know what, maybe you know with some careful tight budgeting, mm-hmm. you can you know you will suffer, but you probably still be able to save a few pennies mm. at the end. Like mm-hmm. and that's like probably a couple hundred you may be able to add to your overall savings portfolio mm. with tight discipline. But for those that are unemployed, those that are earning minimum wage, mm-hmm. these this inflation is actual them. Living in deficit. Mm. It's forcing everyday people, the majority of the population, 
or not even a majority, a strong part of the population, into intergenerational depravity in terms of their finances. They will never be to, they won't be able to recover from this for a long time. No, bro, what you're saying is spot on. Like, especially when you say um, they're losing. Like, if if with an inf- if if with the inflation, if you haven't had a pay rise of nine percent or more, you've basically had a pay cut. Exactly, and that's that's essentially how inflation works. Um, yeah, bro. Honestly, the cost of living, and and the scariest part. I say scary. The maddest part. Well, who was it? Well, it was one government minister. Mm. If it wasn't Boris Johnson himself or Rishi Sunak himself, one government minister actually come out and said people either need to work longer hours mm-hmm. or get new jobs. Yeah, that's that, that. That's that's their solution to the rise in all this madness. Work longer hours or get new jobs. That's wild still. Very, 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 very wild. Work longer hours or get new jobs. It's wild, bro. Bro, it's bad. They're not even saying... I don't think they said, oh, this is work longer hours and, and get, get new, new jobs. jobs. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, bro. Yeah. This is where we're at now, bro. This is where we're at. Um, You know, we had local elections last week. Tories lost, I think, 400 seats i don't want to call it seats in local elections but 400 seats positions or, uh, positions or, yeah, or whatever yeah. uh across uh, you know all different uh counties and and the constituencies and stuff um f- surprisingly though lib dems gained more seats than labor i think lib dems gained like 200 plus seats or something yeah. like that i'm not uh, really surprised i'm not surprised it's you know the it's quite of the hard world. to vote for labor right now it, bro and it they're is. looking very 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 it much is. like a tory is in the skies and you know I was, it's mad that you said that bro it's true because i think it was like, how could them then you've done anything but i think lib dems like it's almost like they're like not silence but they're almost like just fluttering in the background somewhere it's like mm-hmm. oh i'd rather vote for them then because yeah. yeah, it's like it's almost like it's almost like the it, well it's funny because they used to call themselves the third way it's like almost like well, Tories are obviously diabolical. Labour is shocking. Fuck it. For the Lib Dems. Like, you know, it's, it's like, the, the, I know they say the saying, the sayings are better the, better the uh, devil you know than the angel that you don't know or something. But the way that, the, the fact that Lib Dems have gained so many seats, uh, they're, always, they're predicting that, you know, they can, uh, they, they can have a shock general election uh, victory, which I doubt will happen, to be honest with you. I still think, this country is in spiritual bondage with the Tories and the Tories will probably end up winning or it will be a hung parliament, but the Tories will still have enough enough members, enough uh, votes or enough seats to form a coalition with the DUP again or some sort of wayward party. Because mm-hmm. um, that's what they've done. They that's what they've done. a coalition with the yeah. DUP that's what in done. order to get their, get their yeah. power. Yeah, that's what they've done. And then they had another general election and they won. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also done that with the Lib Dems as well. Did that with the Lib Dems as well. And then give the Lib Dems, to give Lib, Lib Dem, uh, uh, high-ranking Lib Dem uh, MPs some funky ty- job titles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, bro, honestly. So that's that, that that's that's obviously what, what, we're, 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 what we're waiting for because this general election should be coming. I don't know when he's going to call it. He's not going to call it now after this local election because the reputations in the mud even though Lib Dems and Labour should really be putting their like foot on the gas mm-hmm. to try and get this general election to be called for sometime this year um, I think it has to be for me personally it has to be this year latest if it does if it goes into next year Tories win another general election yeah Tories win another general election because the general public don't have uh, there's so much ongoing with life going on with life in regards to like you said bills uh, work longer hours, get a new job. That to keep politics at the forefront of your mind, to try and be active, as it were, is difficult, bro. And I think we've mentioned it before in a couple of podcasts. Like it's like, you know, we call it COVID fatigue, political fatigue, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. People are tired, bro. People just want to enjoy the fruits of their labor. And you know, and, and and live life, but mm-hmm. honestly, this Tory government, <laughs> the the situation they've put many, many, many people in this country, and I don't care where you're from, uh, north or south, um, what uh, what 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 religion you practice, what color you are, we've all been affected by poor Tory governance and poor shoddy laws, 
all of us. Facts. Facts, 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 facts. Honestly. And, you know, and I feel your, you know, your sentiment towards the British public and the bondage, the bondage between the British public and um, the Conservative Party. And, you know, it's, it's very, very interesting to, to note that at the end of the day, like, we are people that take in the information that we're exposed to in the form that it's exposed to. Only after reflection, critical thinking and careful analysis can we really shift the perspective and the kind of like the agenda and of the messaging that has been directed towards us or that we've been exposed to. So simply put it, put, yeah, we are, pe- we are uh, beings like most beings that are sentient, that are able to be herded, guided, shaped and unfortunately deceived. Yeah. And um, just looking at um, what's been going on around the world, we'll notice that in America, they had Trump. In, in Australia, they had Anthony, oh, I think it's Albanese. <laughs> and then in London, we have Boris Johnson. What do all three of those people have in common? Being backed by... Rupert Murdoch, the owner of media outlets such as The Sun, the old newspaper, The News of the World, before they were made to basically come to an end due to News of the World being part of a what? Global phone hacking conspiracy. He's also the owner of Fox News. I didn't actually know that. I didn't know it was on Fox News. These medias serve certain purposes. And these media outlets are definitely outlets that have been contributing directly to the state of the political realms of the US, Australia and Britain. And we've seen what's been going on with... with, with um, these politicians that are directly in bed with Rupert Murdoch. Directly. I mean, previous MPs that have been, and Prime Ministers that have been in bed with him, people such as Tony Blair. The way that Tony Blair used his relationship with Rupert Murdoch to get that swooping win and then to just go along with the Iraq war on his own prestige, on his own, on his own merit, without the actual public really supporting such an intervention and such a a devastating war only to find that the information that was led was was false which is unimaginable it's unimaginable that that that, that 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 that's actually something we can speak about i mean like george bush another one that was supported by such a person even to the point that that george bush basically referred was speaking about himself when he was referring to putin in one speech yeah i saw that that was mad the Freudian slip was so mad. It's crazy. I don't even call that a Freudian slip. That was him just telling the Confession, truth. Confession, finally just feeling like being honest for once, you know, and it just came at his awkward own awkward peril. But again, you know, what we're seeing with these with with, with the intervention of the media with certain with certain politicians is we're seeing a real cartel like form of like dictatorship that takes place in in these in these in these nations like if it wasn't a dictatorship Blair would never have gone to Iraq the out the public outcry of Iraq was unreal yeah and he still done his thing the biggest protest in British history was over the stopping of the war of Iraq like put that into context and now we've come to this point where pretty much they're saying that um that they're pretty much saying that they're pr- sorry. <laughs> oh, is it there? It's <laughs> at the end of <laughs> podcast. Has to end us early. For real. So we've come to the point that from Iraq being one of the bigger causes leading to one of the biggest demonstrations in British history, to de- to the British public being ignored and Tony Blair still being allowed to walk around. Britain freely because he's a war criminal that's pretty much free right now he's going through inquiries to this to this day to plead his innocence over the Iraq the Iraq intervention 
whether or not it was a legal or illegal war, which has been, for the most part, been found to be an illegal war. Yeah. They've managed to, get, he's managed to get away with that. Rupert Murdoch has managed to get away with that. He's then gone to exercise his next phase through this group of, of, of Trump, Boris, and, um, and Anthony Albanese, whatever his name is. He's recently lost his election in Australia and they've now voted through a Labour government. Similar, similar trends happened in the US where we saw Trump lose and have now voted a Democratic Party. So, you know, the trend is there with the kind of that kind of uprising behavior. We're also noticing that that different countries, I think Fox News is now banned in 14 different countries. Why? Because they're spreading around bias, fake news leading to real divisive hatred. Mm-hmm. that's happening around globally it's destroying societies and he's having way too much influence over the way people's lives are being lived and to what and the, and the decisions of what rights that these people have access to so to me it, it only sounds right that these countries and these these are taking the stance to start abandoning his media and whatnot but the reason why i went on onto this tangent was to say that you know who knows what will happen in a year? What type of media PR would be d- done to quickly, first of all, shove all of these scandals underneath the the bus, underneath the um the rug, so that, and then and then start focusing on the next thing to try and try and distract people from how serious the crimes of this Tory government has been. I mean, it's been before Boris Johnson. It's been Grenfell, you know, mm-hmm. to this day. We've seen. We've already seen even like the way that like the Brexit referendum was held wasn't wasn't really correct, like to the point where where like who, who was it that 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 they had to change party leaders because of Brexit in the Tory government? They had to oh they're coming yeah yeah coming yeah exactly where yeah. where that was that Brexit was used as a as a internal battle yeah as a as a as a conversation for an internal power struggle it wasn't brought to light for the purpose of serving a bigger better no. britain it was brought to the table in order gain. to yeah. for all for personal gain here you know and then what we're seeing to this day is more and more crimes being committed to the point that the media is even trying to make it cool the sleaze party oh boris didn't mean it He's just so tired. He's working so... Like, they're literally using all these mad narratives to justify a crook. They're fully... this. These media publications are fully accomplices. And then their argument for their poisonous role at the moment is to say freedom of speech. Have you noticed that trend? Who's saying freedom of speech? The Tory government? Like... Um, Tory government, right wing media press. Oh yes, yes, and then yeah, and, and then the, and the berating of the woke media and all this kind of stuff, and yeah, P and PC and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, bro, that that's that that's um, they, bro, the way this this system works, yeah, they've embedded that wokeness and the uh, anti PC rhetoric and stuff. They've woven it into um, identity politics, mm-hmm. and they've it's, it's clear what Rupert Murdoch media multi magnate media um, is trying to do here, where you have your likes of like your Piers Morgans and stuff that will say something that's abundantly offensive to black people or Muslim people or whatever people, and then they'll hear then they'll turn around and be like, oh the woke media are after me. But you just said something that's abundantly offensive to a particular group of people, though. Abundantly offensive? I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, offen- yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now they've woven this whole thing of like wokeness into. Uh, 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 and don't get me wrong. I have my views on what wokeness and what this is and what it isn't, whatever. But the this media is, bro, a whole a whole news network has been born out of the whole rhetoric of oh, the whole anti rhetoric mm-hmm. of woke of wokeness of what wokeness is again that's you know a very european media uh, uh, definition of what they consider wokeness is uh, and i'm referring to uh, what's that what's that uh, gb was it gb tv yeah, GB, yeah. gb news or something yeah, like that? yeah 
bro, that is, oh my God. Have you actually watched that? I can't lie. I watch it just to give some balance here. Yeah? I think I watch it to give some balance. I watch it because they have some, like, they get some people on there and some of the interviews. I'm just watching them like, fucking hell, bro. Like, a whole new channel has been born out of this whole anti-wokeness rhetoric, bro. It's so but mad. It's not just that it's been born. It's been funded. Funded. That's the most important thing. It's true. It's been funded. Yeah, it's true. It's, we're a news network that's been born and our funding, like, you know, it's getting there, yeah, you know, and, yeah. it's, and it's, look, it's looking positive, yeah. you know, it's looking like, you know, as the tide and people are, are turning towards, like, self-awareness mm-hmm. and understanding to be discriminant with what they are digesting in their media, you know, our funding is 100% getting there. We're, yeah. we're looking, it's looking very promising. You know, Inshallah. the near future, yeah. you know. But it wasn't a next day response to, like, anti-misinformation yeah. that said, yep, you guys are actually delving through the news that is being given and support, bringing, yeah, a different side to it, a side that is more centred around humans, a side that's more centred around beings and coexistence, you know, as opposed to a side that is more focused on driving hate and division, you know, like GB News. You know, yeah. like you said, they are, the media, right-wing media, are forging relationships between uncorrelated events mm-hmm. to delve further into identity politics. Yeah. It's not normal to be referred to by your race or what you look like. No one goes to people, oh, blackhead, no. Or thick eyebrows. Mm-hmm. They're the thick eyebrowed people. They don't do that. Because it wouldn't be divisive enough. Instead, what what they're doing is they're using any terms any terms and contexts that they feel like they can really give an emotional attachment to. And exploiting that. And we can see it everywhere. And people don't realise that it doesn't really matter what race you are. What is actually happening is bigger than that. It really is a class war. It is about people who believe that they should be the rulers of another group of type of people, doesn't matter your race, doesn't matter your what you look like, doesn't matter thing. As long as you abide, as long as you're in their certain special membership club, then the rest of existence either should be used as it want as it as they want it to be used, should be destroyed as they need to be destroyed, or just simply exploited f- for means to an end as a means to an end. And this is what we call the upper class. They are categorised fundamentally by their financial status. Yes. And then next to their financial status, it is then classified and categorised by the lineage of financial status. But what they've really, really done to pull the wool over the eyes of a lot of the people is said to, to the average person, yeah, you can become rich and wealthy and you'll be like us, but you'll never be like them. Never. You will never be able to marry into those families. You will never get to enjoy the full luxuries of wealth because they own sections of society that they are hell-bent on excluding a majority of society from. To the points that they will destroy the world for it. They actually will destroy the world for it, bro. They actually will. Honestly, I don't even know what to go on from here because, you know, we're before we're recording this episode, you know, we're, we're, we're back with some new energy and, uh, you know, and it's, a, it's, it's new energy but same old news. And yeah. It, that's, that, it, it's, it's, a, it's a shame, man. It's a shame. But um, when you were just talking there, I was just thinking back on what our podcast is and what it's called. And it's called The News Made Us Do This, Reclaiming Black Boy Joy. So I want to reclaim some black boy joy now. 
there's no black boy Joey in this in this in this island right now. No, there's always black boy Joey in this island. But right now, he's Sterling. Let's go. <laughs> so let's big up Sterling <laughs> for winning his fourth Premier League. All the man there. Tamari, let's go. Tamari, uh, listen, <laughs> big up Tamari. The man there go to Itali- Italy and bust the league, you know. Yeah. Are you dumb, bro? Tammy know. Abraham, let's go. Yo, Tammy, God, let's remember that we're doing this forward. Oh, man. Yo, facts, facts, facts. The hotel, you know, whatever. Yeah, the hotel, man. Hey, bouncer, let's go. Yo, he's doing his thing he's with that thing. He's creating his own bro. category. Bro, he's, it's, it's, he's basically yeah. done. What's, what's, what's that man called in America? Called? Dana, Jake, White, Dana, Dana White, UFC, and White, Jake Paul. Jake Paul's yeah. in that. And he's doing it here. He's working it. Bro. Yeah, man, bruv. And everything starts from somewhere, bro. And I'm sure these big, big uh, television networks and stuff will catch wind of it when it's it's gonna be too late. Cause bouncers gonna just say, "Listen, this is the price." Wicked and bad. Wicked and bad. Then this is the price. But um, I want to go on some cultural references stuff, though, man. I want to talk about some music, just some like art that's come out in the last couple of weeks and stuff. Um, hold to my boy Black Sharif. Come on. Quick, <laughs> Who never <laughs> fucked up? up? Even yeah. about the hands in the air. No, no hands. Are you dumb, hey, fam? Listen, that isn't going to be used for Boris either. Nah, listen. He's he always fu- fucked he's up. He's always fucking always up. Fucking he doesn't want to correct his mistakes. Always you know? fucking up, man. Always but fucking up. Shout out Burner Boy on, on his Madison Square Garden. Bro. Madison Square move. Garden. Big move. 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 Again, I'm always conflicted when I say big move for stuff like that. But it's a big move. But at the same time, Burner Boy does shows bigger than that in Lagos, blood. 100 million people in Lagos. Lagos Square. Facts. Everyone's there lit. Madison Square Garden is big for America, but it's not big for Burner Boy. It's hey, big for America. African giant. Not big. It's not, African big, for giant. It's not big for the African it's giant. Cool. That's a light show for but him. But it's a big check, though. But it's a big check. It's a big check. And we like, we like our brothers getting and big we like checks. checks. We like, <laughs> I, speaking of our brothers getting a big check. Yeah! <laughs> Project Imbaps. Bro. No, bro. That must be... You know, do you remember a couple of years ago when Eto went to, I think, Russia or something? Yeah, and he got that yeah. big... I was thinking, right, Eto's getting the bag. But, bro, this thing's mad. This thing's different, bro. And it's in Europe. And it's in Europe. Like, like, it's mad. Like, it, it, bro. Big... Like, bro, wait. So, correct me if I'm wrong. The deal is, one million pounds, not euros, one million pounds a week, yeah? After tax. After tax, playing football. Mm-hmm. A hundred million signing on fee. I think, um, if I'm correct, 100 million. I think, so. I think so. I thought it was a bit more, but maybe. That's maybe, maybe it might be a bit more. Yeah. But the bit that confused me, and they've made him the director of football. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Bro. Bro, it's like basketball in the way. I, I'm so happy for Uncle, I'm fam. I'm so happy for him. I'm so happy for Uncle and I'm happy for Mbappe, fam. Uncle Mbappe and Mbappe. All right, listen. I'm happy for them, Killian. Killian, fam. Killian. Bro, can you imagine having a child? And uh, in the 20 something years, this guy is clearing the biggest bag in world football for and you, listen, bro. I can't imagine it. <laughs> <laughs> bro, honestly, the biggest bag in world football. And I see people saying it's bad for football, it's bad for this. I've always been on the side of footballers when it comes to this football thing. Because, bro, these clubs are billion-owned, billion, uh, 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 billion-dollar revenue clubs or pound revenue clubs. Players are the ones, the reason why people come and fill up the seats and yes. come watch the games and buy the t-shirts. I was always say players like Ronaldo and Messi should be collecting a million a week from early. Bro, at the end of the day, it's again, it's labor exploitation, yeah. and people are shocked at what Mbappe is getting because they're so used to being exploited. Yeah, and Fact. it's like typical crabs in Fact. the barrel yeah. bullshit. That's hundred. You're gonna true. bring him. You're gonna bring him down. Yeah, you're gonna bring him down because you can't ever imagine you getting that because why? It's not fair. Yeah, that's what you're gonna say. But what people don't realize is that when it's not fair, it's not because someone it's like happened to someone like you. Yeah, it's unfair because it's people that are unlike you, yeah. don't like you, yeah. and are using yeah. you. Facts, bro. What what would be better if Mbappe signed a new deal and took what a hundred k a week and was humbled to come? I'm just happy to be here. I'm bro. just happy to be here. Are you bro. dumb? This guy is sacrificed. And again, it's it's complex and it's deep, bro. But this is a young man, and he's his whole life is dedicated to shit. I'm not saying he's enjoying his life. Of course, he's enjoying his life. But it's a short career, Facts. fam. The fact we're saying is like in what eight years, eight maybe eight years. He can't collect a bag like that no more. Exactly. Yeah, I me mean, maybe maybe in China if you know if his name is still big, but. 
he can't cut the bag like that no more. It's a short career. This mm-hmm. is probably the biggest deal. This is it for him. After yeah. this, I don't know how long he's doing. Five years? Three years. Three bro. years. That's, That's, it. That's mad. Yeah, it's three years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I support this. I'm a, bro, I approve. He's going to be approve. one of the youngest football billionaires. Yeah. Facts. 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 And I hope more deals like this happen for our brothers as well. More deals. Because, bro, like, bro, you know the bad? You know the Premier League? 40% of the league is black, like are, are black players. Yeah. I think it's even it might be strong. And that's that's I think that's an old statistic as yeah. well, bro. It might even be a lot more than that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it might be a lot more than that. So I'm happy Mbappe's got that back, bro. I'm so I'm so pleased for him. I'm pleased as for Uncle. I. Uncle Mbappe. He saw the vision, kept took the took the youth to training. Now I'm happy, fam. Project Mbappe, fam. It's it's, it's crazy. Bit brazy. But um so what, we have Mbappe, we have that's the that's the footballing man. Um I want to say a big shout out to Kendrick, new new album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Mm-hmm. But bro, oh, you still ain't seen this video. I need to show it to you. I'm so sorry. I forgot to show it to you. But bro, that Hearts Part 5 video, oh, chills. Bro, honestly, oh, if you could get a clip of it now, yeah, just to, bro, utter chills, bro. The video is incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Have you heard anything about it? Nope. Oh my God. Should I explain it to you? Then? Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, cool. So basically, simple video on the surface of it. On the surface, you have you have Kendrick with a red backdrop just there standing, you know, standing, looking in the distance. And he starts rapping and stuff. But they use deep fakes for the video, bro. So during the video, when he's talking about a certain subject, his face then changes into a particular black celebrity, black male celebrity that is somewhat associated to what he's saying yeah so for example he speaks about bipolar then mm-hmm. he has kanye's face he speaks about um hurt pe- hurt people hurting people then he has will smith's face but the one that really gives the chills bro is the last face that he has and he has nipsey's face and oh, he's wow. and he's and he's rapping in the in the um i say the point of view but he's rapping as if he is nipsey and he's telling nipsey's children that he's in heaven yeah bro chills oh yeah, that, my that god bro it's so mad like the video so oh bro it's such a thick video like it's not on the album which i was really disappointed on but i think it's one of them i think it's uh again i'll, I'll be honest I'm, I'm not the biggest kendrick fan i'm a fan but i'm not like the biggest kendrick fan to like i can't tell you about all his mixtapes and all that kind of stuff but i think this hearts part hearts part thing is a thing that he does maybe before every album or mixtape and stuff. It's just like a little, like a, an aperitif, as it were, to like, you know, get the fans, you know, get the appetite wet for the fans before the music actually drops. But bro, honestly, man, best video I've seen all year. Yeah, it looks really, sounds really, oh, really good. bro, best video I've seen all year. Song is sick as well. Like the yeah. lyrics, oh, bro. Honestly, video, lyrics, oh, everything. So sick, man. It's so sick. And the reaction it got, when it dropped, it was one of them moments in hip hop where it's like, you, it's one of the moments you were like, where were you when that dropped? Yeah. Like, it's one of them moments. I, I have to give it to him, brother. It's a big, big moment. Um, album wise, I took in the album. Album's sick. Can't lie, whole tight Kendrick as well. Man's in Ghana right now. Yeah, Ghana, literally drinking living, bag what? water. Drinking bag water, <laughs> playing football with the lads. <laughs> fam, enjoying, fam. I love that, bro. I love that, man. I love that. I was chatting with a couple boys the other day. Um, my boy's uh, uh, little birthday dinner and we were talking about um, you know just the development and just how now you know the diaspora is really turning their eye towards Africa yeah. as it should have been from the beginning mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but how important it is for African Americans in particular to turn their eye towards America because bro you know African American African American group or community as it were is the richest black diaspora in the world. Yeah, is it? Bro, they're the richest black diaspora in the world. Strong. And that's kind of crazy when you think, you know, Nigeria is a population of 200-something million people. More than that. Bro, like, across, like that's over a, 500 very, million. That's a very conservative yeah. estimate, bro. I reckon, yeah. bro. It's almost a billion. It's probably a billion people, yeah. bro. And the thing is, yeah, people think, oh, you know, China's a billion no, people. It's it's a billion, not, bro, bro, it's probably that, yeah, that big, bro. It probably is that big. Like, there's so many... It's the most popular, we know it's the most populous black nation in the world. Yeah. But... Bro, there's so many Nigerians here. Oh my god, I don't want to get into that. But that's a that's that's don't a, that's even say it like that because honestly, these people are trying to take away the population. Yeah, bro. of course, <laughs> you know of course, no, bro, it's facts. And then the thing is, that's even crazier that these this population is still quite young, bro, and they're missing quite the a youngest. lot of they're missing quite a lot of people in a certain age that were taken away. Mm. Obviously, mm. like like parents, yeah. grandparents, and people that have experiences to pass on. 
you know what I mean? And it's like now the people that are left are real. They're all compl- accomplices of Western state, yeah. Western state media, yeah. and take direct operative information and di- direction from countries like Britain, France, yeah. Spain, Italy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's a huge population, and the diaspora is is doing quite quite phenomenal yeah. coming from Africa, which would make sense. Yeah. Why? Because those people stayed in their hometown and had the opportunity to then leave in their, grow mm. up in their country, whereas diaspora such as forced slave trade, mm-hmm. such as, uh, like, where, where else would be black diaspora, really, apart from, like, black Americans or something? They were, again, forced over there through slavery. Yeah, yeah. Like, Brazilians. Is, is underst- oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, again, yeah. slavery. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You would see that those that weren't slaves have the opportunity to develop as they probably likely would have developed without yeah of course without the interruption of the yeah. of Europe of yeah and yeah. Europe's Europe's I love like, that I love what you said interruption it's yeah, true yeah, it was I'm an t- interruption yeah, like, yeah I'm just yeah. saying like the incursion like yeah, of, yeah like of, yeah. of Europe on the coastal started off of the coastal nations yeah do you know what I'm trying to say no because facts before even slave trade kicked off like it wasn't it wasn't all sweet especially no. like looking at Portugal's behaviour yeah. when when African countries from early wanted to refuse trading with certain European countries that were clearly trying to exploit them, yeah, kept coming back with cunning, cruel tricks. Yeah, no, bro, a hundred percent. As I was um, listening to a podcast by um, not by what with with Akala, uh, again, big up Akala, always always big up Akala. But um, and he was talking about a, a, a time in uh, he said the sixteenth century or something like that. When, uh, of course, because we all, we already know that there was obviously trade going on between the Portuguese and Africans. When the Portuguese were the first Europeans to trade with Africans, and yeah. you know this was like a a a, 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 a mutual exchange sort of uh, trade at the time. And then the Portuguese tried to uh, not invade, but you know try to do a madness, mm-hmm. but they didn't have the um, the weaponry that they had a couple century or a couple hundred years later, later yeah. which then they came back and it was like, right, now we're back exactly. with more yeah, ammo yeah. and it's a madness and it just makes me think, bro, like, wow, like, it's so crazy to think that, you know, the history has been there from 16th century, whatever, but yet, for all this time, it was just one group of people brewing and just waiting until they get more, Weapon, more get, vim yeah. to come back and do a madness, mm-hmm. but, yeah, bro. Yeah, it's 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 um, it's mad. But uh, I say that to say, yeah, no, really happy that seeing more people from, uh, well, particularly in regards to Kendrick, you know, just out there in the diaspora, just and it's just chilling, bro. It's not. It doesn't even look like he's even doing too much. He's just chilling. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. and that's 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 even more powerful to see. Like, yeah. He's not there for like a conference. He ain't doing a show. He he's just there, he's just chilling with the people. Like mm-hmm, that's it. Mm-hmm. Going about getting to local clubs, bars. I hope he gets some banku and all them thing there, fam. Really, really delves into the local cuisine and that. Yeah. But fam, he looks like he's chilling. And that's like, just chilling is powerful, bro. Just mm-hmm, the seeing mm-hmm. them, man. Like, I want to see like LeBron and them, man, just out there with his family, just on holiday, just chilling. Just calling, just it? calling. Yeah. Nothing, nothing too much. He ain't mm-hmm. there to like, dude, he's just chilling. Do that's it. Bro, chilling. that's Enjoying it. Ghana. Enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Everywhere, bro. Like Ghana, Nigeria, Kenya, like, bruv. The whole African continent, continent yeah. bro. Like, that's what I want to see more of. Um, and as I've, I've, meant, I've made this point before in a couple be- um, a podcast ago, and I want to make yeah, sure make the point again. The benefit of this, yeah, this 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 um, tourism, as it were, or just you know, just this this going back to Africa in that kind of way, just to enjoy everything that Africa is. Yeah, think about a country like Nigeria, bro. Imagine Nigeria had a league, yeah, like a basketball league or a football league, yeah, that rivaled, if not even rivaled. It was secondary to the NBA, let's let's mm, call it. Mm, mm. Same way how, you know, nowadays old footballers that retire, they go to go to Qatar, maybe do a year, get some good money, go to China, do a year, get some good money. Imagine Nigeria had that, bro. Mm-hmm. Like a big league, like Yeah. And again, Nigeria's big enough to have like thirty team basketball league as well. Easily. Easily. Locals and like with local stars and stuff, and they could pay athletes, you know, I don't know, a, a, a star like let's say a star like uh, 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 LeBron, for example, if he's when LeBron gets a forty, say you know I'm gonna go, Af- I'm gonna go to Nigeria for a year, play basketball in the in the let's call it the African or the Nigerian NBA, whatever. He does that for a year, gets out of ten million, bro. Do you know what that would do for the continent, bro? Facts. Oh my God, bro! Can you imagine? And we're watching the Nigerian basketball league on TV. 
they don't. The reason this isn't happening is because of the purposeful underdevelopment of Africa. Yeah, oh, 100%. There's, there's a lot of academia. 100%. You know 100%. I mean? like, and, and then, like, yeah. But can you imagine? Bro, do you know how mad that will be? And it's, it's 100% plausible mm-hmm. that in 10 years' time, with the right investment, that can happen, bro. Facts. That can happen. And it's like a real thing. And again, I wouldn't even care if it, if it was a retirement league for top NBA American yeah. players. I won't care. It's no still, way. it's wavy, exactly, bro. Yeah. You know, that's going to do for the continent. For LeBron to live in Lagos for a year, <laughs> playing basketball. Kyrie, living in Ghana for a year, playing basketball. Exactly. You know what I'm trying to say? Bro, do you know how wavy that will be, bro? Oh, my God. That will be so wavy. Like, I just think about when you see, um, when China, the China's Super League, whatever it's called, was on Sky. I used to watch the games and stuff. Bro, that shit looks so orchestrated. It's so weird. The fans are, are so militant, bro. Like, yeah. it's so mad. But, like, they might get to see, they might, well, who did they had some big players at one point. Asamoah Jan. Asamoah Jan. Aye. Aye, see Uncle Jan, yeah? Hey. Hold tight yeah, here, fam. Hold tight here. <laughs> Jan. Ooh, like, you know what I mean? They, 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 in their, their culture get to enjoy these players. And again, I don't know. The China, China in football isn't as synonymous as, like, the African continent in football. Like, yeah. imagine if we had a big league like that in yeah, Nigeria. Yeah. Again, I keep saying Nigeria because Nigeria, I feel like, one of the most populous and potentially it just... I just feel like as a country, it, it could potentially host and hold something like that. I really do. But, yeah, um, yeah bro, it's uh, it, it, it will just be so wavy, fam. It'll be so wavy. And just see, like, even more, like, American artists touring, and I've said that, I know we've mentioned this before, just touring the continent more regularly, bro. Like, when, when Stormzy did his world tour, and I saw Nigeria, Ghana, I think he did a show in South Africa, Kenya, that's a world tour, bro. Exactly. I think there should be a legal, like, it should be, you see how you can't call, um, uh, what's it, what's it called? Um, oh, what's the saying? Uh, a misrepresentation of goods and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, if something's made in China, you have to write made in China. China exactly, it. yeah. Um, if something's this, so if you're calling something a world tour, that shit better be, better be the whole tour. world, yeah, bro. Exactly, exactly. Like, to, to satisfy world tour, it needs to be <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Asia, Africa, yeah, Oceania, America, yeah, Europe. Exactly. If it doesn't, if you don't go to one of these continents, it can't be a world tour. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just call it what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a US and European tour. That's it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Honestly, Atlantic, bro. Atlantic tour. Atlantic tour, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. for real. Honestly, bro. For real. I want to see, bruv. Honestly, man. Ah, oh, yeah. But listen, we'll be talking about this more often. Try to get perspectives from, you know, people on the ground, all this kind of stuff. But honestly, man, yeah, it's great to see black boy joy yeah all man the all the way bro and you know as we're here trying to navigate what it is that we're living through trying to navigate this system that we're living in um trying to bring down this babylon uh, uh, uh government that we have in, in in power at the moment again probably have to put another babylon government in but you know it's sad to say but you know maybe the angel you know then no the devil you know then the angel you don't know maybe oh, who knows bro i don't know man mm-hmm. but um yeah man I'm thinking some sort of labor coalition. Yeah, I think a labor, I think a labor coalition might be mm-hmm. what we need. Something to, you something don't need to a balance it. Party. No, I don't think one party can rule this mm-hmm. country now. I mm-hmm. think we're such a divided country politically, uh, ideology-wise as well, that you can't have this one, especially a party like the Tory government that just don't have no regard for the majority of people who are, you know, working class people and stuff. They've derelegated middle class to working yeah. class. Increase uh, their, increase their your mortgage rates, boy. Bro, what they done was they mm-hmm. told they told they told working class people that you're middle class mm-hmm. because you have a fifty k a year job or something. Exactly, yeah. But really, you're you're working class. You're working class, bro. You're working class, and I feel like you know people don't realize this. Oh no, but I've got a house. No, no, no. Your bank has a house, and you pay payments to your bank. Yeah, maybe in thirty years time, you will have a house. But your bank has a house. Oh no, I got a car. No, 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 no you lease a car exactly. or you make payments on your car like bro like it's, it's the biggest con the most successful con in british or never just british in western society history bro mm-hmm. like you know i'm like yeah but they got a whole nation living on credit yeah bro, but this is the society that we live in mm-hmm. this is the society that bro, we live that's in all, and that's it that's it Bravo. Bro, oh, bro, gosh, you're gonna make me bring a story back. Like, all right, cool. So, I went going a couple of months ago last year, Jeez. and like, and it's mad. Like, when um, uh, 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 you chat to people there, yeah, especially people that are you know actually doing their thing, like, living, yeah, yeah. bro, they own their whip, they mm-hmm. own their yard, even their phone, bro. Their phone, I remember having a simple conversation about mobile phones, and they're like, oh, 
They were telling me, bro, if you can get the latest iPhone, I could sell it in a week and stuff. I said, what, people paying cash? She's like, yeah. Like, well, what else are people exactly. paying, bro? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And people mm-hmm. want these phones as well. But I'm like, fam, it's so mad. I don't know, bro, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anyone that's actually gone out in the last couple of years and actually gone to the shop and bought a phone outright. Yeah. You know what's yeah. mad? That? And that sounds, sounds kind of mad when yeah, you say that, you know. It, it sounds mad. It sounds so like, mad. Why would you buy a phone outright? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, it's mad. It's something as little as that, but. Yeah, bro. Oh, man. Yeah, that's something I think we're going to delve into another in another deeper, episode yeah. as well because I think it's a very interesting interesting topic. And again, that's all linked to, you know, money. money. And again, this is not to say credit's bad. Like, I'm, 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 a, 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 I'm a supporter of it and I think you can, if you leverage it really well, you can, you could do a lot of amazing things. Exactly. But, um, it is also, there's a, there's a, there's a, um, a, 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 a tricky, line as a, a, a kind of like a, 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 a yeah a, yeah it, it, it can get it can get political peak yeah 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 it can get political peak facts man most definitely and especially without the right education exactly. for it as well which is not something that they're teaching in the public no but they're not but we're gonna delve into this you know and thanks for having us back you know it's been it's been a pleasure to be back it's been great to be in the studio as you said we're in the studio we've got some two mics here so it's an official call out we are now Officially collaborated. Yes. We are officially collaborated. Oh, we are officially collaborated. Officially. If you just listen, you're tired of.